When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Hey, guys. Welcome to You Up Podcast. I'm yes. Jared Freed. I'm Jordana Abraham. Welcome to our last podcast for 2017. It's been a wonderful w- couple months. Yeah. We're really blowing up. I mean, rising up the comedy charts and the iTunes charts. Like, you guys, listen, that's a huge deal. That gets us more listeners, new listeners. So we need you to keep telling a friend, keep subscribing, keep rating us and reviewing us on iTunes. Keep touching that iTunes. Yeah. Keep um, keep listening. And, you know, into the new year, if you're having some dating issues, great fresh start. You listen to us. We'll tell you how to fix your fucked up love life. Commiserate. That's what it's all about. And if you're seeing a friend at home, you went home for the break or whatever it is, let them know. Tell them about the UUP podcast. Get them subscribed. And you can send anything to exactly. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. We got great emails. Uh, Jordana, how you been? I've been great. I've had um, I had an interesting discussion the other day. Okay. Actually. Um with my boyfriend who had a friend who was wondering wanted to wanted to discuss this. Okay. That's, what do what do we think about guys who follow um, and Instagram models on Instagram, obviously. And like, I think there's a, we were talking about like the difference between like actively engaging and just following following is just okay. Or mm. like what the deal is. I think the guy's girlfriend saw that he had been follow. He's following a lot of these sure. models and was like a little wary of it. You know, you know, I, I think about this a lot because this is why this podcast exists. Our parents never had to deal with these issues. It is easier it's ever been to find someone. Right. Harder it's ever been to keep someone. And there's a lot of distractions out there. There's a lot of distractions. Also, like, you could live in this naivete before. Our parents never, you know. They never knew what, what their you know husbands, their boyfriends were doing. You had no idea. You had yeah. no idea. That's You know, like, to, to cheat in this day and age is fucking difficult. Yeah. If you think about it. I like, mean, the opportunity is easy again, but the, find, to get away with it is difficult. It. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Getting away with it. You, you can't. And I see it all the time. I'm at like clubs all the time where you, you know, whenever you say to like an older couple, how long you've been married? And then they're like, I've been married 30 years. And I was like, Woo! and you're like, that wasn't hard. Right. That wasn't hard. Yeah, you got married in like the fucking 80s. Yeah. Was there were two then. people on your block. Yeah. And you went with the hotter mm-hmm. one. <laughs> you know? Exactly. No choice. There's no choice, and then there's also no way to get caught. Like there was no small, you know, squabbles that were become bigger squabbles. Right. So it's like if you wanted to talk to someone, you had to see them in person. Yeah, and it's like you know, like I'm not defending any cheating, mm-hmm. 
but I guess I kind of am about to. <laughs> but like, there was a thing in the Italian community. There's a thing called a goomba. Like, isn't yeah. that what it's called? I've seen The Sopranos. I think that's what it's called. Is that what it's called? Yeah. With the, it's the goomba side chick. Goomba. A goomba or a goomba. Some one of those. Goomba is a derogatory term. I don't know. <laughs> goomba, whatever it is, the side yeah. chick is like yeah. an Italian thing. And at a certain point, out of sight, out of mind. If I don't know it, you know, like you could wash it off. Right. And today, there's no. You know, you if you tow the line, you're over the line. Yeah, there's no towing the line. So it's like, and because I think we can speak. Everyone can see with a line. Everyone really, and everyone yeah. sees who you like on Instagram. So yeah. it's like, so Instagram is one of these one like these things that is so 2017, 2018, like this era right. where it's like you know, I posted this on Twitter and Instagram before where it was like. I, I need to find I'm looking for a girlfriend who won't have a lot of questions about the girls I follow on Instagram. Well, that's a lot to ask. But that's a, but that's, that's a a such a to... like you never had to just you were never before now you were never face to face with the guy or girl's fetishes. Right. But here's the thing. Like you if can, you look at who I follow, this... I am into some curvaceous babes. Okay, and I am following some like you know like plus size model. I'm I'm on that game. Right. Well, that's enlightening to know. Um, <laughs> but I'm no, saying it's you enlightening for any guy that you're dating to know like what he's following. And what but he's this is do. the thing where but, I'm, I I want to be. I am trying to live like an honest life, you right. know. But it, it's only we're not we're not we're in that like shady period between like when this stuff is out there and when it's not. You don't talk about who you follow on Instagram, but then every girl I date is like, what? Who is Big booty Bella. Exactly. And I have to be like, well, I like a fat ass. And, you know, now and it's like, and uh, will you go on a first date with me? <laughs> you right. know? So it's like, it, it's this weird thing where you have to like, um, you have to be totally honest, you know, right away. Well, here's my, here's my question about that. Sure. It's like Instagram. I don't think guys realize this. I don't know if it's because they're dumb or if they're just like not aware or they're not as like sorry as girls. But like we can see everything you like. If they're if you're following if you're following or liking a public person, mm-hmm. we can see it all, right? And our friends can see it all. More importantly, so it's like it's. I was talking about this. I feel like it's kind of like it's it's different than in, in porn, right? I don't think girl, sure. most girls don't really care if guys like watch porn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, it's not really that big of a deal. But we don't see you watching it. Our friends don't see you watching it. Our friends aren't like. Uh, but this what isn't... kind of crazy person is following the page where it shows what people like? I I do that all the time. That, those are crazy <laughs> That's people. Me. I've never. I've I discover a lot of pictures that way. Um, I'm, look, I'm constantly like looking. At, times oh my life. god! I'm constantly looking at what people like. Constantly, it'll tell you more about. That's the more, most interesting page. I don't care about the fucking feed. Oh my god! What do you learn? Have you what? like? Have you ever had one where you're like, oh my god? I'm like. Oh, you like didn't know that's, I followed all these BBWs. Yeah, I'm like that, and you're liking them too. That's suspicious. I always I say like, if you want to like follow those people, I don't. First of all, I don't understand why you have to do it on Instagram, which isn't a private forum; it's a public forum. But fine, follow some of those people. Don't like the pictures. Like the, if you want to like the pictures, like them in your head. Don't I know. Like the button. It's a it's a lack of respect. Yeah. It, because and and I think it's so. I'll I'll say this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, with Instagram liking, um. Any guy who's liking an Instagram model's pictures, if it's under 10,000 followers, the guy thinks that she can see him. Right. And and, and that's, in, I'm saying this to the women out there, as even a guy. Even though she probably isn't. Uh, <laughs> even though, she, no, this is the ego of a man. Right. It's a ridiculous thing to think. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying to all these girls out there, you can't, don't start with your boyfriend or a guy you're hooking up with. 
if they're liking someone with over 10,000. I think it's crazy. Under 2,000. Don't start if they're liking someone over 10,000 followers. I thought you said under 10,000. Under, you should start. (laughs) There's, There's something wrong. Oh, don't start like I thought. Don't start a fight. Don't start a fight. Okay. Don't start a fight with your guy if they have over ten thousand followers. Let them live in that crazy reality that I I don't know why they're liking a girl with over ten. I I I agree that it's crazy, but why start a fight? Because like it's because it's a public thing. So it's like if if you're if you're doing something public that affects like people can see that and it affects the way that people. Or looking so, at our relationship, or it looks, or it affects like it's like a public way of you showing interest in another girl. Why I know, do I have to see that? I know a girl who comments, "I love you" on Beyonce's pictures. Okay, that's fine. S- that's just as crazy. Still weird. But I'm saying that's but that's not an affront to your relationship. A little bit. If <laughs> I mean, it is, no, my buddies would be like, "Is she out of her mind?" Yeah, it's. Does it's, she think Beyonce is gonna read "I weird. Love You" from her? Yeah, I think it's like kind of like that thing. Like they're perfect. They're you meet the love of your life, but they they fight in celebrity in the comment section yeah, of celebrity yeah. Instagrams. Um, yeah, that's really weird too for a girl. But it's not like that's less personal, I think, than than the sexual liking of. of you're saying that is it, it, you're not revealing yourself as someone who masturbates to them. Right, where it's like, just if you want to watch porn, that's a totally private thing. Yeah. Do that as much as you want. You can obviously you would you would like those girls if you like could. I I, uh, <laughs> I mean all this like stuff is video. so crazy. I had a I dated this one girl. I didn't realize that you can see who I followed in order of when I followed them. I think that they're constantly changing that algorithm, but now at one point you definitely could. Oh, okay. I'm, a, I'm like a, I, and I'm not alone in this. I happen to know it's a very common thing. Girls are like complete stalkers. Yeah. I'll stalk you on anything. I'll stalk you on Venmo, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Venmo? Google, Venmo. Oh my God. Venmo is the, is like the worst and the best actually, because people don't think about it, but like you're paying someone. What do you, what the fuck are you paying her for? <laughs> Why are you watching? <laughs> Why are you watching? Why I'm paying someone? <laughs> because like, um, um, I want to know everything about you. I think- I've created a story in my head and I now want to see it. Um, like completely you're, fall to shit. You're kind of enlightening with the me stories I, that I'm, I'm I, telling in my head. I stalk, but it's very much like if I was the worst detective in the world. Like I was a loud, boorish right. detective. You're stalking in a way that's like the the best detective in the world. You're James Bond. No, totally. Yeah. Nothing to my Matlock. Get. Yeah. That's like why you I can't get away with anything. Can't get away with it. I don't know. I I. I just think like I understand the idea of like don't like a girl's photo or whatever but like don't you think this is a small fight to start? It's not it doesn't have to be a fight if unless you answer the wrong way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. It's a good title. Um yeah, I mean it's it's basically it's not a it's not about the individual picture, it's about like the way that you're publicly presenting yourself in um to the world in terms of like you know what I mean? Like girls are girls are always yelling at guys, and I don't really do this, but I know girls who do. They want them to like post more pictures of them. They want them to like yeah, because put them that's, out there. that's it's like a pre engagement engagement, right? They, they want they want to be st- stuck to them more. They want other girls to know. War, war, you know wary. Hey, that's them putting up the police tape right around his penis to be like stay away. Yeah, I'm on this Instagram. That's program. true, and also they like think they look cute. Um, <laughs> well, it's that's both. Of, thing. Yeah, it's both of those things. And I mean, like, there's a there's a sense of like I think now maybe like it or not, 
it's not something that's necessarily good for the world but like how you present yourself on social media is like a big part of how like sure. people perceive you and how people perceive your relationship and we get i get obviously that that's not real but it's still like why do things in your that are in your control that don't have to be done that like might embarrass us yeah and i think we have to live in a world where everyone's seeing everything right like you know instagram stories how many times are you checking who looks at your instagram stories I'm checking constantly. 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 And yeah. we know, who, and we see that like top 20 people in exactly. there and you're like, uh-oh. There, I was once hooking up with a girl. We uh, we stopped hooking up. We uns- I unfollowed. She unfollowed. And then a month later, she's looking at my Instagram stories. I'm looking at her Instagram stories. Then, then I'm liking her picture. She's liking my picture. We're doing the Instagram tango, right? So to speak. And it's, then all of a sudden, we're fucking. And then we break slippery up. Slippery slope. Slippery slope. Right yeah. into a vagina. I and then we broke up. And then unsubscribe. Look at the, you know, look at the story. Look at the story. Look yeah. at the like Looking the picture. Like the picture. Back to fucking. And it's like. You could be in this revolving door. Instagram has created this like revolving door. It's the first of all, Instagram is the best dating app that there is. That's true. They because don't even, they don't even know it. They don't even know it. It's not even promoted as that, but it's yeah. the only dating app right now. Because what you can do, and I've talked about this on past episodes, is you can tell someone that you're into their shit. You can like support that be their be their their little cheerleader. Little cheerleader. No effort. Like yeah. a bunch of pictures, but like what a lot of guys have to understand, a lot of girls, I think a lot of girls get upset about what guys like on Instagram with like these big celebrity pictures of these models or whoever they may be because girls know how a like feels to them. Right. It feels like a show of support. So right. now you're supporting... Publicly. This publicly. publicly. That's really the most important thing. Interesting. It's like, yeah, if you... So I'm saying, we don't care if you watch porn. I don't even care, like, what kind of porn someone's watching. Sure. Really. It's really like... um, But that's not... That's a private thing. So you know Would you mean? ever have a guy unsubscribe from a girl, unfollow a girl that he's been following? Unfo- a single girl? If there was... If you saw your boyfriend liking this one girl's this one model's picture all the time would you be like i need you to unfollow i'd be like i don't understand why you need to like publicly like this why don't you just like like it in your head um i don't never sell someone what they can and cannot do i wouldn't probably want to date someone and that that's also the beauty of modern dating is that you can see this stuff before you commit to anyone sure i wouldn't want to date someone who's dating the most instagram who's following the most instagram models of anyone i know that's it's like fine pick a few i say i would say less than 10 also maybe you have a search bar that remembers who you searched yeah. you can go back to that yeah if you need to go look i don't know it's, I, it's just like if it's just like if it bothers it bothers girls and it does just don't do it it's it not really really like bothers girls. it's not really positively affecting you a lot of guys do this too though to let girls know that they're not in a relationship with them but they like other pictures yeah so they it's them saying really yeah you're good but we're we're still out there i'm still out there it's like a it's like a non So if you were into a girl, would you not like those pictures? If I was into a girl, I would if I was like really dating someone, I would put a freeze on my Instagram movements. It's like it's like uh, uh, deleting a dating app. Total mm-hmm. deleting a dating app. Just not no more following. Right, right. Well that's what I'm saying. You that shows no you more give liking. A shit. That's what I'm saying. But I'm liking nothing. 
Right, but that's what I'm saying. It's like by doing that, you're showing. It's Show, like this non-action is showing that yeah. you give a shit. If you're if you can't even be bothered to not do that, and it's not it's an inaction. It's not even a real action. Then like clearly, you don't really care that much. It. I'd have to be a month away from marrying someone to put them in an Instagram picture with me at this point. Wow. I'd have to be like so. <laughs> so you'd rather you'd rather introduce them to your parents than put up a picture with them. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Yeah. That uh, putting up a picture with them is like such a div- it's such a a show of commitment in this day and age. I I put up a picture with a girl that I was with a couple years ago and like I heard from everyone. Yeah. Like you hear from do you everyone. Know how many likes those pictures got? The, yeah, this is the problem. <laughs> this is the problem. This is why men are afraid of committing because there's more for women to get out of commitment than a man. Okay. You get the likes on a picture. Do you, you the, the excitement you just got? Yeah. Over the amount of likes a couple picture gets, it's uh, it's very exciting. My <laughs> couple picture lie. gets will get like nothing. Really? Are you kidding People me? People love couples, but this is what scares <laughs> guys from dating girls okay. because there's more for women to get out of commitment than guys. A guy gets engaged, his friends go pussy. A girl gets engaged, she gets a party, a ring, not after uh, a couple slaves. After a, after a certain age, I don't think that um that the guys get the get the pussy remark. I think no, but it's not an excited. They're like, good for you, yeah. Yeah, that's true. I feel like after a while, guys don't want to be like the last guy at the bar. They eventually want to commit as well. They we all want to commit, mm-hmm. but the reality is that when we commit, it's not a big joyous occasion. It's just yeah, good for you, right? That's why if a guy is willing to commit to you, he really wants to be there. If he's putting up that couple's pick. If he's putting it that, he means he's really in. Don't question it. Stop questioning these things (laughs) that are really, we have nothing to gain out of a couple's picture. We have nothing to gain out of all of this. Women have so much to gain. So so understand why we're so weary of getting into a serious relationship with someone. I think that's fair. I think that like, it's almost like it'd be nice to meet in the middle where guys could be like a little less scared of it and girls could be like a little more chill. It's like yeah. it'd be nice to to meet somewhere in the middle as a population. Obviously, like there's exceptions as a population, it'd be nice to meet somewhere in the middle. I think the the disparity makes it so it's more of like a war of the sexes when it mm. doesn't have to be. I dated a girl once. Okay, we were together ten. I'm a ten monther, so oh, I'll right. get in ten okay. month yeah, relationships. Just, yeah, ten months. Okay, is, ten that's my cutoff. Forever or less than ten months. That's that's your, me. That's your idea. Ten months. How long were you dating the girl you put the picture up with? Around ten. Okay. <laughs> but this is before that one. Okay. I was with another girl, 10 months. And uh, I broke up with her. I ended it. I'll never forget ending it. Tear filled, all this stuff. And I ended it because I was like, it just feels like I could do anything in this relationship. It doesn't feel like we're having like a mutual relationship. It feels like she's kind of letting me get away with murder. You know, like I, it, it felt like she was just there to- She was putting up with your shit. Putting up with my shit. Okay. And it wasn't really a two-way relationship, which is what I'm looking for, as little as that sounds like right now. And I ended it, and I was like, all right, stay away, no texts, whatever. I see her on literally the next post on Facebook, so excited to be engaged. What? And I go on my face. So she's either been cheating on me. How long was after this was this? Literally, it was so short after we broke up that I went on my fingers and started counting months. How many months was it? 
It was 10 months. Wow. She she found a 10-month guy who was ready. Ready. But that's the thing. Right. That's a girl that's who wanted crazy, to get though. married. Yeah, she really wanted to get so, married. Yeah. So that could have been me. Very easily. Like that I, I that could have been there's no question that if I just kept rolling along that you're with someone who is there for other goals that you're included in, but it doesn't necessarily have to be you. Right. And that's not a kind of person you want to date because it's like To me, would- maybe some people are in you know, the certain relationships are down for that. Certain people are like, "Hey, we want the same things. We're here together." The genitals fit. Let's go. Right. But, uh, you know, for me, I'm just like, you know, to be a part of someone's plan, I don't think guy or girl would like that at all. That's not fun. Right. What are you going to do when the fucking kid graduates? You could be anyone, as you clearly... Could be anyone. Because this guy was anyone. I was literally just a guy um, with the attributes of a guy she wanted to be with. Was that, like, hurtful? It wasn't hurtful as much as it was, like... Oh, I was right. Okay. It was validated. <laughs> validated. Yeah, you yeah. were happy it happened. Yeah. So I'm saying you like. You weren't any kind. There was another part of you that was like, oh, like that could have been me. No. I no. never look at a girl. Do you think that with guys that you've dated, like when they get married, do you think. That could have been me? Yeah. Um, Like occasion, like not really, but I'm just kind of like, I wonder what like that would have been like. Not like in a in a way. Do you in ever good feel bad? bad? Not in a good or bad way. I never understand why people feel bad. I think sometimes when their you feel bad because it's like you. I could totally see why people would feel bad. It's like oh, you had like a you at one point. I mean, I would hope I you've had a real connection with someone, and it's just yeah. kind of weird. It's kind of weird that you can see it. That you can see that that they've had another better real connection with someone else. As I, I never th- yeah. as a guy, it's I'm not a- like sad. It's not like devastating. Yeah, but it's just kind of like it's like. It's an it's a it's a weird feeling, I would say. It feels like women get so offended by the ex getting married weekend. Like you know, you see some people get real dramatic where they're like, "My ex is getting married this weekend, and I'm seeing all the pictures on Instagram." I mean, like, I anytime I see an ex get married, I'm always like, it, it feels like I'm sending him off to college. Good, it did your part. Did my part. <laughs> she saw. <laughs> I helped her form her opinion on wherever she got to her place with this guy. Good for her. Have fun at college. And I I never feel like what could have been. Even if you had been. like a real meaningful. There was another girl I dated who just got married and I was just interested to see. Well, for a guy to see uh, the wedding, it's very different than a girl. When you see All the right. guy's wedding, that's not the wedding you would have planned. When you see a, your ex getting married, that's not, it's not, you, right. it's not how you would have done it. When I see an ex get married, it's as if I could just put myself in their shoes because I wouldn't have any planning. I wouldn't plan the wedding. Right. The girl plans the yeah, wedding. Like, oh, this would have been my wedding. This cool. would have been my wedding. That's what I those think. Anytime I flowers, I would have had. I would have had those room. flowers. I would have been in that tux. I would have been in that. She would have been in that dress. Everything would have been the same except for that dude. Isn't that kind of weird? His family members and the family. Yeah, and a bunch Slightly of different, different Jews. Groomsmen, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But isn't that crazy? Yeah, no, it's weird. That's what I'm saying. It's like same it's DJ, weird. the band, where it was. I saw. I was looking at one ex's wedding. Hers was on the beach, and I'm looking at this whole thing, and I'm like, oh my god, that would have been me. Yeah, I feel like it's always especially weird when like these people have like kids because it's like, oh, like I could have been like half my, half me kid sort of <laughs> like, or it's just like it's almost just like the way that like things just kind of worked out. 
happens to be that this person just created this whole other life with this other person, but it like, could have been easily like a different person. It could have been. And I, that's why, I mean, we talked about this a little bit before we started. I un- unfollow from most exes. Yeah, you got to unfollow because like out of sight, out of mind. You get over it quicker. Yeah, you get over it. Me, like, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it must have been so much easier to move on in, in like in our parents' generation because they just didn't... Once you were broken up with someone, you either saw them... They were, the next time you heard from them was like you happened to run into them or... Um, Here's how different now from then is. Okay? Yeah. I'll tell the story. It's a, it's a kind of a personal story, but I uh, I don't think it'll be a problem. My mom... <laughs> famous last words. I know. Famous yeah. last words. Then my mom calls me like, you idiot. Um, my mom was uh, married before my dad. So was mine. Okay. Uh-huh. I had no idea. <laughs> my whole life. So I was like 12 years old. I go to the doctor. We're in the waiting room. All of a sudden, this guy walks in. My mom talks to the guy. This is my son, Jared. You know, introduces me. And then he leaves. And my mom looks at me and she's like weird. And I go, what's wrong? And she goes, and then she like brings me into like the home with my dad. And is like, I was married to that guy before. And I was like, you were fucking married? Right. And I was like, is there like, and she was like, it was just a short, you know, like, not even a year, like whatever, like just didn't work work out, whatever. And now, you know. Maybe that's your real dad. <laughs> I did have that moment where I asked that question. I was like, is that? And I look too much like my dad to have that be the <laughs> I'm case. I'm just kidding. I didn't mean to, <laughs> to plant no, no, no. those beers in your head. But it was so funny between then and now. Can you imagine not knowing? I was 12 years old. Yeah. I was already, you that's know. That's crazy. My mom was married before, but she had four kids with her first husband. Yeah, so, so you had to know. <laughs> yeah, there's some evidence there. there. It's not my, they were not, my dad was not their dad. Yeah. But can you imagine that my mom went from married to that guy to like nothing whatsoever. Right, it's amazing. To randomly in a doctor's office, we see them in the, in the waiting room. And then that's in this day and age, that's not possible. I know. It would have been, I think that that's something that we could have, we could have lost. Like we could, we didn't need that to like really know what's going on with everyone, and you do, and you can't help it, and you can't get away from it. I think that's healthier, like way healthier. I mean, the fact that like there could have been like in if it was 2017, this all went down. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom would have like all these tagged wedding pictures. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that you could, like that the kids could go to physically untag them. Untag them. Right? Yeah. I mean, I've delete. Do you delete exes from social media? Um, not really. I would say like I mean. No, I think that like unless it was like really bad, I think you can leave it. Maybe like when oh, I maybe delete. if I get married, I'd feel like differently. Really, I delete. Yeah. Get rid of it. Not you know, a part of my really life. Going all that far back. Maybe okay. I think Instagram, yes. Facebook, no. Okay. Facebook is like here are the like the pictures of the facts of your life. It's almost like Instagram Fa- is like things you chose specifically. And to Facebook post. sometimes it's like your eighteen-year-old boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, like, that's like, not who a big cares? deal. Yeah. The but I do Instagram. I clean that up because it's like someone goes and looks at that and it's like oh who's this chick instagram is fair i think yeah instagram is especially because you chose all of those pictures for sure and some people are like well that makes me look like i care too much who cares right yeah no who gives a shit who cares it's it's about your mental health so you could either care about what other people think about like how much you give a shit or you could care about your own actual just know that jordana's watching who you like i'm watching yeah (laughs) i'm watching who you're paying i'm watching who you like (laughs) I'm googling your mom. Yeah, like I've got, I've got your whole. She family. knows your what Fandango tickets you bought. Exactly, <laughs> I know what breed of dog food your dog is eating. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low-rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. 
And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while, so the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins Multi-Active Cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While Multi-Active Cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get Multi-Active Day and Night Cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Let's do some emails. You ready? <laughs> yeah. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Send us anything. The emails are fantastic. Every episode we get more and more. Also, rate, subscribe iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud. Go get involved. Get get more sticky with this podcast because that's how it helps get us. It all over your body. We all up all up and in you. So, but that helps us because we help you with this entertaining podcast. So get rating and subscribing. And you know what you can do? Pause it right now. Make it your Instagram story. Make it your Snap story. Make it a story. Tag us both. We'll thank you. We will. Dear Papa JT and Betches, first of all, just want to thank you for creating this podcast, uh, the most per- perfect time for me. My boyfriend of almost four years broke up with me right around the same time as your first episode. This podcast has helped me get through the terrible breakup process, and now you're the source of all my dating advice as I am newly single and clueless. We're here for you, baby. <laughs> so consider me eternally thankful for all your wisdom and brutal honesty. Now to my question. I'm now almost 24. My birthday is right after New Year's. Haven't been single since my sophomore year of college, so I'm definitely a little clueless when it comes to meeting guys in bars. Don't get me wrong. I can definitely hold a conversation with a guy uh, once he approaches me, but I am not really outgoing enough to strike up a conversation with any random cute guy, and she puts in parentheses, 
or at least it takes a, quite a few drinks before I get that break. We've all been there. I am planning to go out with a group of friends on New Year's Eve in my fairly large Midwestern city. We're going to a pretty popular spot downtown that is going to be filled with other 20-something-year-olds, uh, and I really want to find the perfect New Year's kiss. However, I've listened to you, enough you up advice to know that guys can smell the desperation on a girl when she's searching for a guy like that or just trying to check a box, which I am kind of am. But if this guy <laughs> happens to be amazing, I wouldn't say no to giving him my number and starting something. So what's my move to find a great guy to kiss at midnight without giving him the impression that I'm going home with him and I'm going to be an easy hookup? I love hearing both perspectives from a guy and girl on this type of stuff. So any and all advice is appreciated. Sincerely, single bitch. Um, okay, my feeling is like the just the idea that you like need that is like kind of annoying. Um, she's setting herself right. up for disappointment. Exactly. If like, there's no have, kiss, that's a bad New Year's. No, yeah, it could be a great New Year's either way. It's gonna be a great. Yeah. If you're the only time it's bad is if you're like if you're like constantly like looking around for for that guy. Like you said, the smell the desperation thing. I wouldn't even look at it as like oh like it looks bad to guys. It's just like shitty night for yourself that you're setting up. Like mm. no one like. You know what I mean? It's never fun to be like, well, my night's only going to be great if I, like, meet someone or if I, like, have a kiss at New Year's or if I have, like, you have to go into it, not, like, expectations totally low and just be like, I'm going to have a great time with my friends. And if someone's, like, there, that's great. And if someone's not, it's also great because I'm just going out to have fun not to, like, meet someone. It is such easy advice to give and such hard advice to take to be like, to be like, yeah, just go have fun with your friends. But that's the answer to the question. Go here's the boxes you should check for this girl. Go out with friends, meet someone new, guy or girl. Just introduce yourself to people because there's nothing better than, hey, I'm so and so. What's your name? Right. That's a hard thing to do, and that's an easy box to check. So if you do these things, you're gonna have a fun night. Hang with your friends. Eat good food. Introduce yourself to at least one new person and dance. If you do those four things, New Year's is accomplished. You did yeah. it. And, and, and if you don't have someone to kiss at midnight and you can hug a good friend, you've done the night. Exactly. And I think maybe sometimes when you have, when you've had a boyfriend for a long time, you're yeah. kind of like, well, like I've always had this and like, I've always it's going to be like super, markers, de- right? yeah. it's going to be super depressing if I'm like alone on New Year's or if I'm alone on my birthday or if I'm alone during the holidays. I think people get very into that, um, that mindset of like, I really like need this so that I don't wallow into this like pathetic pit of despair when it's really just like, again, like the way you think about something, it just affects the way you come off. Yes. So if if you're looking at being single, like this is terrible and I need to like get out of this and I'm going to be like alone on New Year's going to be terrible. You're really going to like set yourself up for not just disappointment on like this New Year's night, but disappointment in your life because you're going to be like, I can't really have a good time unless there's like a guy there who's showing me attention and who's showing me that he's like into me and I'm feeling like sexually desirable. And that's just a bad way to go through single life. Consider this learning moment. One of your new single life is like, yeah, like if you, what you're saying is completely right. If you're taking fulfillment of your night out of only a guy kissing you, like, you know, you got to work on yourself a little bit. And I don't mean that as like, you know, we all need to work on ourselves. Mm -hmm. Also, let's look at the positive new year's. Okay. Big groups going out. Everyone's going out. Everyone's looking to have fun. So, you need to be in a group that is bringing in all you know exterior friends for you to meet. These are the this is the best time to meet someone. Yeah. So this, because you know what these are? These are referrals. Friends of friends are the best people for you to meet, especially if you're a single girl who's out of a relationship because 
these these dating apps, if you go on yeah. them, it's maybe too soon for you because you're going to get uh, too high expectations and also those guys and girls don't owe you anything because they don't know anyone that they'd embarrass themselves That's in front true. of. That's true. On a side note though, Hinge is a great app for meeting people who are your friends of friends because they specifically try to pair you people who you have mutual friends with so they're a little bit less of like total random strangers. You, yeah. And I have, the, I have the aunt theory mm-hmm. where if you need an aunt that they can be embarrassed in front. I've I've said that on here, right? Oh, right. Yeah, that if they if the person feels like they like can't they like would, would be answering to your like scary aunt. Yeah. Right? If, if, they, if, if, they, if, if they really like fucked you over, they'll be a little more careful. Basically, <laughs> if if an aunt fixed you up, you could never. Your aunt would be like, "So how'd it go with Stacy?" And you'd have to be like, "Well, I I uh, fucked her and then ghosted her," <laughs> and she'd be like, "What?" Are you out of your mind? Exactly. And so you need some friend to judge the person that you're getting hooked up with. New Year's Eve is a great way to set that up for yourselves. New Year's Eve is a night where there's like, you know, it's not, I call it when you go to a party, you have your people that are in your car and then there's same party, different car people. You want to hook up with the different car people. The different- Remember in high school, you go to a party, oh, yeah. you'd have your car of four girls. Exactly. And then if you went to a party with someone that you kind of knew, I would be like, yeah, we were at the same party, but we went in different cars. Right. They weren't so, part of your crew necessarily, but adjacent. But they were cool enough to hang out with you. Exactly. So you need to find the type of guys that are at the same party but came in a different car. That's the best type of guy to meet on, on, on New Year's. But don't make that your goal. But that's why I say those four things. Hang with friends. Introduce yourself to someone new. What was the, there was another one. Um, eat good food. Eat good food. <laughs> and dance. And dance. Yeah. Those are all, though, if you check those boxes, you're going to be fine. You're going to have a good New Year's. One New Year's, this is what I did with some friends. I'll tell you about a single New Year's where I had the best time. It's my best New Year's. We went for, it was an 80s night. There was this thing, there used to be this thing at the canal room called Rubik's Cube. I don't know if they still do it, but this, it was an, a band that oh, only I've played. Been, yeah, 90s like cover. It was 80s cover. 80s cover. cover. Now yeah. they have the Saved by the Bell, Saved by the they 90s that, thing. Like LPR, yeah. So this is, it was Rubik's Cube, and they did a deal where it was like 60 bucks, all you could drink with Rubik's Cube. And it's an 80s band. So I told all my friends, I was like, this is what we're doing. Dress 80s, dress 80s, you have to dress 80s. We show up, <laughs> and we're the only ones dressed 80s. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good conversation starter. Literally the music went, <laughs> and we looked around. Everyone's in their like uh, their New Year's uh, like uniform. Wear. What? Like, like semi formal wear? No, the, you know the ja- the jacket, untucked, button down jeans yeah, look yeah, that yeah. every guy thinks they have to wear on New Year's. That's every guy in that place. And um, they were like, "What the fuck?" And I'm dressed as Kiss. Like I'm in a Kiss oh outfit. Okay. I'm in literally. I'm in I'm in zebra tights. Are you wearing the face paint. No face paint, but okay. I had a breastplate on. It was like this silver thing with a huge wig. And then everyone's like, what? Why'd you tell us it was 80s? I was like, I don't know. And then we just got drunk and fucking danced and had a great time. And it was great because it was just friends being ridiculous together. And like people are attracted to that aura right. of a good group of Like you're of having fun with or without them. And if they want to get in on the fun, they can People get in. come yeah. up to that group. They go, where are you guys from? What are you guys doing? What got you guys together? People want to know. If you're having fun with your group, people come up to that. Right. Group. Not really when you're like scoping the room for like someone to hit on you. Totally. 
know I'm a huge fan of Skims, and with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations, so it's no surprise that it's the best-fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality, but with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form-fitting, and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down, and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble, and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com, now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at lumideodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Um, let's do another one. Sure. Okay. Um, dear upper, you uppers, loving the new podcast with both perspectives, consider <coughs> the Dahlia Feathered. I've been seeing a, a girl pretty consistently for over a month now. We've gone on a handful of dates and most recently spent a weekend together as we live about 45 minutes apart. I'm bringing her as a date to a work formal this weekend and she's planning on spending the weekend again. I'm thinking about bringing up being exclusive, but I'm curious as to both your opinions on whether or not there is a length of time one should wait before doing that. I've heard three months is kind of standard, but in most cases, that seems like a girl's being sick of guys' shit and finally bringing it up themselves. Also would appreciate a girl's perspective on how they like to be asked about that sort of thing. Thanks in advance for the advice. Good luck with the new podcast and happy Hanukkah to both of you. <laughs> um, and then we had another one right after, which is from a girl who basically is asking the same question. What's the protocol for bringing up the where is this going talk? I've been dating this guy for about a month. We see each other one to two times a week, have sleepovers. I'm not interested in dating anyone else, nor do I want to, but I have no idea where his head's at. I feel like no one wants to have the serious talks when they first start to date in fear of scaring the other person off. But I'd rather know sooner than later because I've started to really like this guy. So my question is, how do I approach the where is this going talk without scaring him off too soon or do I keep waiting for him if ever to bring it up 
Well, these are kind of two different situations, similar question, different situations. Every situation is different. Yeah, I mean. The, the first one's a guy who lives 45 minutes away from a girl. Right. Right. Okay, does that, does that really change Yeah, I change think that it? changes everything. How so? I think I think that you have to have, when you're 45 minutes or longer away from each other, there's got to be a plan. You know, what the, and it's the plan. So why does there have to be a rule? I'm saying there's got to be a plan for the next meeting. Right. Not for what, you know, for where this is going. I'm more saying, like, you have to have a plan. Like, every time you hang together should be a fun time. And then when's the next time? Right. And then in between those times, you keep in touch, but you can you can't really control what someone does in those between those times. Right. I think that like I mean I think in the both scenarios the question is basically like when is it okay to like have that discussion, um, in terms of right in terms of exclusivity. I think if you want to have that discussion, then there's something else wrong. Right. Like you feel the need to like you're not sure about where it's going, and you kind of want to lock them in, so you. You're scared they're going to get away. Yeah, and the 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 second email, the girl where she's like, uh, "I'd rather know because I'm starting to like this guy." Right. It's like that's how you you, you might get hurt. Yeah. That's Sorry, the, yeah. that's life. Life is uncomfortable. We have to stop thinking that like life is this comfortable journey where we're just going to go from point A to point B to point C. This girl. Uh, I hear what she's saying, but you're getting everything you want out of a relationship except for this title. I don't know what I'm. I'm well, anti the talk because I think if you have to have the talk, it's about something else. It's not about the label. I think I I agree and disagree in some ways. It is often a, a, a mark of like um, I'm not really sure like where you're where you're at, and I'm like mm. a little scared. You're gonna run. I don't want to feel stupid. I don't want to get too invested. And I think that that's like a valid thing after a certain amount of time. Um, Have you ever been surprised by the answer of the talk you've had with some guy? Um, surprise is a. I've had a guy who was once wanted to put down to be exclusive, but didn't want to put a label on it. I've experienced. What does that mean? I've experienced. That's, <laughs> that's you, the thing. All you're these. So, you're so shocked about those kinds of things. I those things happen constantly. I'm telling you, like that's not like maybe that's not a thing you've experienced. But no, but it's not a thing a, I've experienced. But I've, it's a thing that I've, I I'm laughing because I've given that bullshit answer. Right. That's and a that bullshit didn't end answer. Well. That's didn't end well. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no. It's, but those answers that never the, the answer to your what's going on here should always be yeah. It I mean, should, it should be yeah. so easy. Right. The, so if you have a thought of like. Um, like, I think like it, the conversation should be as easy as it is for you to bring it up. Right. So if you're sitting there being like, like I, I think the first guy's too early. One month. The one month, and he's, yeah. You know, well, here's what the thing is: you can't know someone well enough to say if you want to commit to only them in less than a month. Here's my here's my yeah. hard and fast rule: um, less than a one month run, more than six months run. If you're hooking up with someone for less than one month and you want to be exclusive with them, you're not in it for the right reasons. You don't really know that person. You just mm. want a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Okay. You just want to like be with someone and you want to have to not have to think about it. Um, if you're hooking up with someone for more than six months and they don't want to be your boyfriend or your girlfriend, like it's time to get out of there because they've had enough time to like really know who what you if, are. What if I'm, what if you're with someone more than six months? Mm -hmm. Okay. You're hanging out. You're sleeping at their place one weekday. Yeah. All weekend. I think, okay. Let's say that's the what's going on. Okay. Um, talk every day. You're starting to get to know him. Things are going great. But not once has he been like, also posted you on Instagram. Did post me on Instagram. Posted okay. you on Instagram. Right. You're getting everything you could ever yeah. imagine, except 
he introduces you to his he's introduced you to, he, he's even talked about bringing you to the parents right uh, but never once said like girlfriend here's what I do I would introduce him to someone who's my boyfriend see what he see what he did yeah I would just do that because I would that, kind of assume that he wants you'd be so confident that this is a relationship that you wouldn't I would do need that, a right. talk I wouldn't feel weird about doing that this is I what would I'm just saying. do that right so like uh, you know for the girl that's like one to two times a week have sleepovers etc what do you what do you need um, I think she wants, she just wants to, I don't think there's, well, how, how long has she been seeing this guy? About a month. Also, I think less than a month. It's like, you just want a boyfriend. I think it's for both, yeah. for both of them. I think you really just want to be in a relationship. It's like, it's very, it's a very quick thing. And it's just kind of like, what's the rush? Unless like, you just really want to lock someone down and be able to like, feel safe in that label. But I you don't also, really know that person. I have that theory about guys too. The guys will mm-hmm. do the lovey dovey too quick. Yeah. That's it's, annoying. It's just mm-hmm. them trying to get the girl to trust them more. Right. Which is fucked up. Which I is think. fucked up. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. it's, it's always. I, it's fake trust. That's why you got to be wary of a guy who does that too early too. Yeah. Any guy who's saying like, we should do this or we should do that. They're like, it's fu- funny because like guys, like girls read so much into whatever sure. a guy says. And I think guys just kind of like say shit. They don't think we about it. We also know what we're doing. Sometimes you know what you're doing and sometimes I think you're just like in the moment you feel like telling a girl that like she's great and you could be with her forever or some shit or like you want to do things this summer with her and she's mm. like, oh my God, he wants to do with me this summer. Like how amazing. Like he will really be into me when he's just kind of like saying shit sometimes. But we know we're painting. We you know how to more get aware you. than I think. They yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've done this. What you do, I've done that move where you make, you say something that you know is like a game changer for her that makes her want to have sex with you more. Right. Well, that's so, like, that's so kind of fucked up. That's I'm like just, being, no, I'm, this is why I'm telling you. I'm right. saying we're not like those, so naive. Right. And you think you're being a nice guy. Cause you're like saying nice shit that the yeah. person wants. That's what I'm saying. That person is way worse than the person who's like not texting you after you sleep together yeah, or like he's more of that. a liar. Right. He's more like, he's more full of shit and they also think they're better people. So it's like kind of annoying. And then the girl in her head is like led to believe that the guy is more invested in her. Yeah. And then she kind of feels like this like delusional person when she finds out that he's not when really and the guy's like, oh, well, I never said explicitly that we were like together. Mm. Um, and I think it creates this like this feeling where the guy, the girl is made to feel like she's delusional or crazy when really the guy has kind of known what he was doing. If, if you're saying what yeah. you're saying is correct. And but then can like sort of harp on this. Well, I never said that you were my girlfriend yeah, or that guys, we were guys together. Guys like to create some fine print in the contract. Mm hmm. Where we're not a dick. We're very afraid of being a dick to someone. Well, I'm saying like that. Yeah. And I think that that almost makes you more of a dick. Of course. But right. it also makes us more of a pussy. That too. Yeah. <laughs> so, For sure. Yeah. We're a dick and a pussy at the same time. <laughs> um, I just think like a lot of times um, what you want are easy outs where it's like, okay. And also you don't want to leave someone. There's this whole notion of like, you know, the, the the dangerous thing is we're we're living by the rules of 30 years ago while trying to live today right so it's like we're living by this thing of like not don't waste my time and it's like you're 25 bitch you know there's no time to be wasted you can be 30 and single too yeah I you know mean, like that's, so that's guys fine, at 25 think- are getting pressure to not waste time when it's like why aren't we having fun at 25? Right, but that's okay. But then you should just, that a guy should say that. He shouldn't be like um, dropping those things that the, he thinks the girl wants to hear because yeah. like it's natural for, for girls to But then it's like, how do you have sex? You, know, like, you, just, you are who you are. I think a girl like 
you're if you're worried about like hurting a girl or I don't think you're worried about her if you're like a dick mm. if you're like doing those things like you're not worried about like hurting the girl if you're saying that, that shit to her you're worried about how you come off you don't actually sure. give a shit about the girl you're worried about how you're perceived so like if you're actually a good guy and you don't like the girl the best move is to really just like not text her at all because that's like it seems like you're more of a dick but you're actually nicer because you know what the girl just moves on in like a week but I, I agree with that I mean I I uh, have when I end something it's like I never existed. Stop text. Right, stop but that's everything. When you stopped, that's when you end something. That's yeah. not when you're like in the middle of your like, you know, you're not interested, but, but you're like might have sex with them a few more times. Here's the, here's the issue, really. When can a guy, when is a guy, when is there a guy that you've had sex with that's not a dick? Um, Plenty of times. I don't hate anyone that I've really like. I don't. In I, retrospect. In retrospect. I mean, I, I've dated a lot of dicks. <laughs> it was my type. Saying, it was my type for quite a while. But this is the interesting thing to me because mm-hmm. it's like we live in an era where it's like, yeah, you know, we're hooking up, we're hanging out, and it's like, but you're held to a standard of like, how could you not tell me when what first date that leads to like two people getting together that starts with, yeah, I'm just here to fuck you. You could, they don't have to say that, but you could say, yeah, I'm like, I'm having a good time. I'm not looking for anything. You don't have to spell it out for them unless they're like really fucking stupid. But like, you could you could say like, yeah, I'm like, I've been. I don't I'll know read if you a text I got. Out, I, can, I, 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 I'm sorry to interrupt. It's I okay. I'm just saying you could say like, I'm having, I'm like not really looking. I'm like having a really good time. I You could also say I just got out of a relationship. That's usually like a good symbol for like you're not in serious commitment mode yeah and i've done that before and this is where this is where it gets confusing Mm -hmm. because i i have a text that i got from a girl um and i she like retexted me after like i haven't spoken to her and like double texted or read even like text she initiated out of like the blue okay i got i got a text from her today so i was like what happened in this thing why didn't it work out did we fuck did what you know what happened so i went exactly why it didn't work let's hear the text so so, uh, how long was this? This is a long time ago, okay. but she had retexted today, so it's reminded me. Okay, because I was like, uh, I wrote, I'm gonna be up front, uh, I'd be happy to hang out after a show, but I'm not looking for more. Totally understand if that's not what you want, okay? Like, that's me saying. That's a great text. Let's get together late late at night. It's a great text. And this is, but I've sent that te- text enough times to know that it's accepted, not accepted. This is what women do. Okay, They'll accept it. Um, I don't know what what I want. We haven't even hung out yet. That's what her response. That means that is. like she could want something more, right? Yeah. I said, "I'm sorry. This is just where I am. I don't want to waste someone's time." That's fair. Can we do that? Then you can give your whole song and dance about how busy you are. I said I'd meet up after a show, which right. is like a late night. I basically saying I'd meet up late night. Mm-hmm. I'm being haven't hooked up with this girl, right? Just not going to plan anything instead of work is what I'm saying. Okay, I'm not going to plan something. And and so all the girls that are listening saying you fucking asshole. No, I'm, I think that's what I'm saying. I don't think that I think this is a way less of an asshole move than you like feeling the same way, just doing it and like not giving any indication that that's not what you're looking because for. Because to me, planning a date and saying, let's get together drinks at this time at this hour, that is a serious like action that you're taking. Yeah. So I'm saying to her, hey, I'm willing to casually meet up. And I know people don't like that meeting, but that's what I'm here for. Right. If you don't I think want that's that. Great. See, there's the door. Yeah. 
and then I'm not going to plan anything just instead of work. So, and then she puts, the, this is the, the, but I've seen this, from, this isn't just this girl. I've seen this from a lot of girls. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask for that. The I didn't ask for that is always the response. Where, I'm not saying you asked for that. This is what I'm asking for. Right. Okay. Just being upfront. And then she wrote, do you feel better now? And I wrote, you should. I think that, I think this girl is like, this is a good and i feel like when you say something honest you can tell by like the reaction of the person that you're talking to whether or not like they are a normal person or they are like have any sort of self-awareness or any sort of like sense of like nuance or like, well at this point i yeah. this is why we hadn't hooked up and i'm right. like looking back so i wrote ha i so do you feel better now lol and i wrote no i don't believe you <laughs> and then she wrote you don't believe me about what i wrote that you want casual i didn't say that either is what she said I said not looking to derail your goals and that I'd like to hang out. Very simple. And I said I can hang out late after shows or I just can't. Yeah. Now we're like fighting. I don't know now why I, she's like continuing like on this. I don't even know why she keeps like responding or like she's at, going well, right. This is it's a personal thing now. So okay. now. Right. But I'm, I'm reading this to the listeners because we're trying to make a point. Right. Here. You know, she wrote, wait, why don't you believe I want casual? I've heard this before, but I'm curious. So she's heard this before. Okay. So it's everyone else's fault, not hers. Well, maybe now she actually just wants to know, like, if there's something that she's doing that makes her seem like like she's just a casual girl and not like a relationship girl. So I wrote, most girls don't want casual. <laughs> I, I just wrote, it's not a bad thing. I just know girls want to be taken out and all that, and they should. I just can't have that type of relationship right now, is okay. what I wrote. It's odd how... Uh, I want certain things. I, I don't want to be humped and dumped. You're right. But I can't say that I'm not that I'm can't say that I'm looking for something serious. She said she's not looking for something serious. She yeah. So you don't want to be humped and dumped, but I can't say that I'm looking for something serious. A bit of consistency, a lot of laughing and great sex. That's a relationship. Yeah. So this is the the this is the kind of the cross to bear. Do I go through with the you know at this point I can't hook up with this girl. Of course not. But, but do you, understand, <laughs> but do you right. understand? This girl seems a little. That even when right. you do put it out there, a lot of girls will go, yeah, I'm cool. And then they're not cool. Right. Well. And it's like, if you're going to, anytime I present with honesty, I do get a lot of feedback from women where they're just dishonest with me as this like form of like, yeah, 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 I want that, but I don't want that, but I do want that, but I don't want that. And it's always like, yes and no, yes and no. And it's like, where's the in-between? Well, it's like, I think girls have this internal struggle where they're like, I want to be a cool girl. Like, I can hang. I'm not like obsessed with finding a boyfriend. Yeah. But at the same time, you can like, be. I don't really think that that's really true for most girls. Like, maybe for like short periods of their life, but I feel like, or maybe if they've gotten divorced, it seems I'm watching a lot of Real Housewives of New York yeah. and it seems <laughs> like they're doing a lot of that. Um, but I think in general, like girls our age, they are not looking for something casual and maybe they feel like it makes them lame to say so, but like, it's totally okay to say like, this is what I want. I want a relationship. I want someone that's interested in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think if you're, I think if anyone's responding to your honesty with like aggression, then they're not someone you really want to date anyway. It's, it, but it is, uh, I agree. And it's just very interesting that like, I have been in the position where I say, because it is an insult. I do understand when someone's like, wait, you just want to meet me late night? Right. Like, you don't think I'm worth the date before that? I do understand how it could be taken that way when it's not meant to be given that way. Right. Um, and it's, uh, I think right now we live in this, like, you know, if if you want, you can want casual, but you want consistent casual, like, it can only last for so long. 
And it's like, there's only, there's a point with every guy, every guy knows there's a point where it's like, we need, I mean, Woody Allen, that's his line. Woody Allen, the relationships are like sharks. A great dating role model. Woody well, Allen. he has a he has the best line about dating that there is. Whether What's the line? Date, relationships are like sharks. They either move forward or they die. Right. And that's the truth with relationships. Crazy truth. Because it's like, you know, what this girl's saying, she's just, I think you want mile markers. You want to see that this is growing. This is getting depth, more depth. Right. This is going from one week, one night a week and a date on the weekend to uh, we stay in together on the weekend to we go on a trip together, you know, like uh, to we do, a di- you know, he cooks dinner to, I meet her, uh, their family. I, you know, it right. grows Yeah, and you always feel when it doesn't grow. Yeah. And I think it becomes awkward. It becomes the, awkward. Right. So I think a lot of girls were like, instead of acknowledging that it's not growing, they want to have a conversation that puts it in a all or nothing. Is I, this a relationship? Is this not? I think not? that's fine. I think you it's do? okay. Yeah, I think it's okay to have that conversation. They want to. They want to know if they're in that point where they're like, "It's awkward." I'd rather just like know where you're at. Why not just have a conversation but, about it? But why can't? It seems that no girl likes the subtlety of like, "Hey, you've been weird. We've been hanging out for two months. Yeah. Why are you being fucking weird?" And and this that that isn't saying. That isn't saying um, like a girl saying this to a guy. Yeah, like yeah. as opposed to, hey, what are we? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it seems like like as a guy, I think to I, say like where do you see this going is not like a crazy thing to ask after a while of someone of you seeing someone. I don't think that's like, and it's also like what is so scary about someone asking you that? Because you know what it does, it absolves the other person of their personal responsibility. In, like in the girl in this, scenario? the girl in this scenario. You're asking me, and, I, and I'm saying this as a guy, when a girl says to me, where do you see this going? And I start thinking, like in my mind, like right now I'm thinking of all the times I've been asked, where do you see this going? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I honestly have no idea. I have no idea what's going to go on with my career, with like, with where I'm living. No one's what, asking you that though. This is what always, that. this is what girls always say, but this is what goes into a guy's head. This right. is what runs through his head. He's going, well, where do I see this going? I'm having a great time with her. I, I want to keep this. I want to keep getting to know you. I want to keep growing this relationship. And it becomes like, you get to a point where you're like, I don't know what other answer I can give. I can't promise you that in a year from now, this is going to be, I don't think anyone wants that. I don't think that's the, that, I think you're misinterpreting the question. Sure. The question is, is like, do you want this to be like, it's really like a, like, do you want to continue like getting to know each other and making it more of a like exclusive thing where we are like committing to like really getting to know each other. And that doesn't mean like, do you want to marry me in the future? It really just means like, do you want to like commit some effort into making this like a more consistent and that's really what the label is. And like some of that's scary, like fine. But like if you're not interested in that, that's after a, after an appropriate amount of time of getting to know someone and doing that thing. I think it's OK. It's a girl's right to know that. I think there's a girl's right to know. But I think she can also take the responsibility of making it about the thing she really has a problem with instead of like this contract negotiation. But the thing she has a problem with is like is knowing is feeling like there's maybe not an accurate level of commitment. But so or if that's not a, accurate, um, appropriate. If it, but if that's the case, then there's got to be one thing in her mind that she's like, "Here's where I noticed that you weren't committed as much as I thought you would be committed." She could bring that up. That's what I would. But I would make it about that, because I've been in that conversation. Which is like, where do you see this going? And it's like, I, I as a guy, like I have 
when I start bringing up career and all that stuff, that's what I would, what most guys do. And it's always a disappointing answer to the girl, as opposed to Maybe like pick a different answer. Well, the, but pick a different question, <laughs> right? Is, okay, it, but, so you're saying point out a specific thing that bothered you about their level of commitment. Y- yeah, and I would say, and hey, what was your response? That it bothered me that you didn't invite me out when you went out to dinner with your parents. You didn't um, want me to meet them. I I don't think we're ready for that. That you know that then you're getting okay, answers then, to but questions. But then my next question is, well, do you see your us go, heading towards the, something where we that are? That I think is the better way to bring it up. Then right. then because I think a lot of times with these like what are we talks, it mm-hmm. becomes just the what are we, right? And when that it's answer not addressing the specific. It's not addressing incident. the specific thing that made you feel because what are we talks just don't happen, right? They always preceded by. Something and I agree with you. What you're saying with like a lot of these bullshit answers that you get, I I'm agreeing with you <laughs> at the same time because you're right. Um, there you're just wanting to be on the same page, right? And I think that there's nothing wrong with that. I think you're like you're saying it can seem like jarring to be like suddenly like, well, what are we? What is this going? Where are we going to be? When I don't think that's really like, and I could see how it would seem like that, and maybe it would be better if girls brought up a specific situation. Um, when a girl brings up the specific situation, is what, what I'm saying is that it, it at least puts them in the position of vulnerability, where it's like because it, right now you're right. just bringing a case to a guy that didn't know a case was coming, or maybe he knew, but he was just he was acting aloof enough. That's fair. And it's like you know, and so now he's put on trial for where do you see this going? And now he has to plot this whole thing. It's kind of like when you want to do dinner together, <laughs> and she's like, "Well, what do you want to do?" And you're like, "Well." we could go to this Chinese place that's down the street and then we'll go to a movie. And she's like, well, I don't want to do that. What else? And it's like, right. You uh, come uh, up with something. Now I gotta, <laughs> yeah, you fucking help out here. Right. You know? So it's like, I think there's a lot of times with these, what are we talks? It becomes whoever bringing the, what are we talk to the other person? That's just feels like they deserve a plotted out map. Right. I don't. I think that maybe guys interpret it like that, but I think girls are not asking for that long of a commitment. I think they just want to know, like, if the guy sees them as like something that could be serious. But that's why you got to bring up the specific right, thing God. because yeah. I would be I like because then that makes me answer real questions, right? Instead of because then what hypotheticals. I hypotheticals the right, hypotheticals, yeah. yeah. Like, and I also I've answered with the remember it was we've taped two episodes today to let people behind the curtain. <laughs> I'm trying to remember if it's from this episode or the last one where you talked about the. The girl wanting the. Now I've totally forgot where I was going. Anyway, um, yeah, let's. But it, it's the idea that like you're trying to figure out a very specific question that you're making in generalities. Like so, the 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 girl, the, the guy who says like, "Oh, I follow all these people." Yeah. On Instagram, it's like, well, I have a problem with one girl that you fucking like all the time. Why are you doing this? It's not usually the issue, though. It's more like the liking in general. I think you're like, it really is the general liking. The general liking. The general liking. It's like, just don't do it. You gotta notice one person. A few. There's probably, you feel like if there's one, there's (laughs) usually a few. It's never one. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. 
and that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Let's play one game, then we gotta get going. Yeah, let's do it. Um, would you go on a second date with a person who um, tips less than 10%? Uh, assuming she's paying for something and whatever. You know, I'm, I'm for it. No. You're in a cab. She pays for the cab. She doesn't tip. Doesn't tip for the cab. Doesn't tip or tips at 50 cents, whatever. No. You got to tip for You got to do a buck. Yeah, at least. Are you? What are you doing? I'm out too. Out. I think that just shows they're like kind of cheap, and I don't really like. That's not fun to date someone who's kind of cheap. Close mouth kisser. Good date. Close mouth no. kisser. So on a guy, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's like creeps me out. I don't know. It's like Eat. don't. I'd rather not do it. <laughs> Orders their own meal at a Asian food place. What do you mean? You go for Chinese. Yeah. They're like, I'm getting the general sales. What are you getting? Oh, like they won't share. No, no sharing. I don't Chinese like to share. <laughs> You won't share at a Chinese food I restaurant? I was someone like asked, but it's not my like original thought. But at a Chinese food restaurant? I like my own. I have, I have a lot of siblings, I'm a middle child. I'm very <laughs> conscious of like what is mine and what is yours. I, for early date, early date, I'm not sharing. So, so you're at a Chinese <laughs> food place. This is, the, this, is the, this is the revelation of the episode. And I'm like, oh, if you really want to share, if you insist on sharing something, I'll be like, okay, because it's the first date and I want to feel weird. But early dates, I don't like sharing food. No sharing. I don't like sharing. Wow. I like my. I don't like to have to think about how much I'm taking and how much is yours. It's like I'd rather just have my own food. I'll get the steak. You get the chicken. We'll see how it goes. What if? <laughs> okay. Now you have a great date. You got the steak. I got the chicken. And I'm like, try a piece of this chicken. I'll try it. But okay. Like it's not. It's your food. I'm not. Some. It doesn't mean we're sharing. Doesn't offer <laughs> a try. Are you going on the second date? Yes, I don't. I don't necessarily need to try. I'm. My, I'm probably not offering the try. I don't like sharing food at all. <laughs> and early, early, I think it's like an intimate thing for me. Oh, I'm. I'm I, a I, very selfish middle child. I'm. I'm, I'm more than food. More, 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 and extra. <laughs> Let's get our hands in. Uh, guess right. it won't work. Anyway, this is great.
Jordan, I think we fixed a lot of people today. I agree. This is a great debate. <laughs> this is a good Tune debate. Tune in. Email us at uup at betches.com. UUP at betches.com. Thanks for listening, guys. And go like, subscribe, and rate and review on iTunes, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. We'll be back next episode. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.